Good morning, my friends, from a very warm uh, South Central Iowa. It is mid-July on a Friday morning, and I am about an hour from going to work. Uh, I have taken a summer job to help pay for college. Don't worry, I'm not going to speak for an hour, uh, but if I could have maybe 10 minutes of your time, it would be appreciated. Uh, welcome to the podcast called The Matrix Has You. I have considered changing the name, um, but I think that there's a lot of truth in, and when I say The Matrix Has You, it has all of us. The false reality that we have collectively created has a grip on us. Uh, as I prepare to go to work, as I prepare to finish my college, uh, those are all aspects of this matrix that I am living into. And so, you know, I want to begin with that notion that uh, we are in the world, but we cannot be of it. We cannot let it dictate who we are because the world is a false construct. The realities we live in is a false construct. So we have to be able to go to work. We have to be able to go to school. We have to be able to raise our kids. But we also have to be able to detach ourselves uh, or detach our identity or the need to cling on to, hold on to this world and the things of it. And I want to invite you to think about that this morning. I want to invite you to think about the fact that there are really... There are two of you, it appears, to everyone. Ultimately, there's only one, and that is the I am, the being that is outside of the matrix, and we are journeying there. But I think for the purpose of understanding who we are on our journey there, it's, it's a useful exercise to try to understand ourselves as, as having really uh, two identities, if you will. One is the false identity that the world's created. And, and most of us live that out to some degree our whole lives. Uh, I would say everyone in this uh, reality lives that out to some degree. That we have had a, an identity, and this is not anything new, folks. This is Carl Jung. This is Richard Rohr. Uh, this is the ancient spiritual masters that we create and and. There is created within us a way of viewing reality that is based on what is considered normal in reality, right? You got to go to school. You got to get a job. You got to uh, find a partner. You got to do this. You got to do that. And there have been movements throughout history that have challenged those preconceived notions of reality. I was uh, watching... Woodstock, the movie Woodstock, about the concert last night, and uh, the and the people there trying to uh, challenge those preconceived notions of of reality. Uh, however, the reason that the hippie movement or the reason that uh, any movement fails that challenges reality is it is it tries to stay within the context of what we know is real. It tries to bring a truth of the individual into something false. And, and you're going to hear me say this a lot from here on out, 
that you can't create something really true. You can't be something really true in something that's false. And so the invitation to real spiritual growth is really about casting aside that false identity and casting aside the collective false self, the matrix that we've created out of all of us bringing our false identity together and living in a new sort of objective way. Now, still getting up and going to work, uh, still uh, going to school, still raising your kids, but seeing the world for what it is. You know the old saying, uh, before enlightenment, chopping wood, carrying water, after enlightenment, chopping wood, carrying water. And what that means is you just, I'm convinced that to become aware, uh, if you want to use the word enlightened, you can hear my cat digging at something. Uh, I'm convinced that what that really means, to become aware or enlightened, is simply to be able to see the world through the perception uh, of... Go see what she's doing. Uh, to be able to view the world objectively, to be able to be in it, but not of it. To be able to tread that narrow path that Jesus talks about. Uh, so I extend to you an invitation to try to be that observer to try to observe reality in a, uh, a meaningfully detached way. And, and I, I, I know that may sound strange, but I, I don't think we can really understand what it means to be outside of the matrix until we understand the matrix, until we see that it is a false thing. So here's a little exercise, and I'll leave you with this. Uh, bear with me for the next few minutes as I, as I try to uh, maybe offer something uh, more helpful than just a theory. Think to yourself, you know, think to yourself, where does poverty come from? Where, where does the notion the have and the have-nots come from? Where does the notion that uh, the top 1% can have, you know, 95% of the world's wealth? Where does the notion that uh, it's okay to ignore injustice, where do those things come from? Where do those ideas come from? Well, where does the idea that it's okay to hate someone else because of the color of their skin come from. And where it comes from is a learned behavior. Yeah, I know I, I use words like the matrix, and, and maybe there's some salaciousness to that. Maybe there's some something I, you know, it's an exciting word. But really what we're talking about here, folks, is simply human learned behavior that is wrong. Uh, and if we think to ourselves, where does poverty come from? It, it comes from well, how 
and what we have learned to be in the context of our world. And it's false, because here's the truth, that there's no reason for poverty. There is more than enough. There are more than enough resources in this world for everyone to have what they need to lead a happy life. But we construct poverty because we have to understand reality in such a way where there are haves and have-nots. It doesn't do anyone any good according to the false reality. Hear me, according to the false reality, it doesn't do anyone any good to have something unless you have more than someone else. That is a false notion of what it means to be human. When I talk about the matrix, when I talk about the false reality, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about uh, some artificial intelligence controlling the world. I know nothing of that. Maybe it's true, maybe it's not. What I am talking about simply is this, that collectively we have consciously, subconsciously maybe, agreed that we will all live in dualism. And for me to have the food that I ate last night, for me to have the abundance, means someone else has to have less. That notion is a misconception of what it means to be human. There is more than enough resources. There are more than enough alternative energies to not pollute our world. There are more than enough uh, people in this world uh, that can uh, solve issues without needing to make a profit from it. It is, it is those, it is that concept. Take uh, pharmaceuticals. Right, we, we can have a, a better, healthier, less painful life. But the idea of improving our lives through chemicals, we can argue whether that's good or not, but the idea of improving our life through chemicals has been monetized and now has more to do with the profit than someone's health. Uh, cancer treatments are obscenely expensive. Now, people can argue, well, you know, that's the motivation behind the research. That's the matrix, folks. The only motivation we need is to be loving to other people. When Jesus says all the law is written in love, uh, I think that's what he's talking about. That these concepts of dualism, these concepts of have and have nots, these concepts of, of those who are good and those who are bad, those concepts of uh, expressions of our humanity being good or bad are really false notions. Now, there are bad things that happen in this world. Do not get me wrong. People hurting other people is bad. Uh, but it is very much a part of a matrix we are caught in. And if we could all step outside of that matrix and, and think about the loving beings that we could be, that we are, 
we would find something quite different. We would. We would find that uh, being human is something different than we realize. I hope we get there. I, I'm going to do what I can with who I can, you know, to, to try to help us get there. Anyway, uh, just observe your day, folks. Observe the world. Observe people who, who live for attention. Observe uh, the world that strives to separate people. Observe uh, what's going on right now with the resurgence of, of COVID. Uh, observe why people are, are so afraid uh, of simple things like getting vaccinated uh, try to observe this stuff objectively, and you'll see that we really do live in a false, false reality. Good luck, my friends. Uh, may the journey uh, beneath your feet be swift and on solid ground. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.